Welcome to a special episode of the SEO Report, where we spotlight global SEO frontrunners revolutionizing the search engine landscape. In a moment, you'll hear a candid conversation between Barry Schwartz, one of our global SEO frontrunners, and Torbjörn Flensted, the founder of SEO.ai. Why Barry? A force in SEO, Barry is the brains behind New York's Rusty Brick Consulting, edits at Search Engine Land, and curates the Elite Search Engine Roundtable blog. Be inspired by his footprint in the digital realm. Take it away, Torbjörn. Well, that's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so I have uh, yeah, clicked the, the record button here. So hello, Barry, and uh, <laughs> thank you to have you here. Um, Today on this podcast, I'm I'm so happy to to be here with you and and to chat chat with you about your passion for SEO and and everything that you're you're working on. Um, so that's uh, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you. That's cool. So just to jump right into it, what 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 is your story when it comes to SEO and and search engines? How did you start? Yeah, I think oh, I started in like the late 90s where we built a company. We built a lot of like websites back then. Um, and one of our clients had a, I guess, a professional you know, colleague that was interested in how search engines work. So he's like, you know computers very well. Can you go ahead and like give a presentation about how search engines work? So I'm like, not right now, but let me do some research. <clears throat> so... I did some research. There wasn't a lot online. There were a few things online. There was, I think, a couple books out also. Um, and there were some like SEO forums also. So I did a lot of research, dug into it. And I was just fascinated by you know, how the early search engines were. Google was just starting out then. Um, and I gave, I think it was like a two or three day course around how search engines work, around you know content links, all that type of stuff. It's similar to what, how search engines work today. Um, and it kind of just stuck from there. I just loved, um, how search works and how search was changing. And I decided when I was in the forums a lot, I saw there was so much good information from a lot of SEO personalities being shared in those forums, but there were so deep inside threads. It was hard for, you know, SEO professionals who are working every day to like find that information. So I said, wouldn't it be great if I kind of highlighted the most, um, useful content, maybe those hidden gems. Um, and bring them on a blog. So I started searching a roundtable, which kind of like a roundtable of thoughts from the SEO and search marketing community to share ideas that the search marketing community was talking about. And it kind of remained that way for the past almost 20 years now uh, in terms of how that, you know, searching roundtable is operated. <laughs> that's, that, that's cool. And so, so you were kind of, you know, <laughs> what, what happened that you, you started there? Was there some point where you were saying, okay, this, this is amazing, this is cool, and you were kind of, you know, into it? So for real, like you know, it's it's did oh, something so happen? Like like you know, you, yeah. It did. I, I think it, for for me it was like you know I was uh, I was working with some stuff and then suddenly I saw some rankings and and I saw something and then then you know I was I was kind of okay. This is this is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was for me. It was less about the rankings. It was more about just loving how search was changing and how the search community was like just so obsessed with everything. Of course, we all have our stories about how easy it was to rank back then and make a lot of money and stuff like that from search. Um, but what really hooked me was the constant change and how SEOs were so passionate about it. And that's really just keeping track of all those changes and 
Um, that was really what drove me towards the SEO community is the sharing of knowledge and then obviously the, the rapid pace of how search changed. So if, if you look at all of those changes during the years, are there something, yeah, what, what are, if you should focus on some bigger changes or something that you remember there, change, algorithm change or something, yeah, in, in this Early on, I think the biggest change was probably like the the Florida update in like 2002, I think, 2003. What was what was that about? There was I think so there wasn't was... really Google didn't call it the Florida update. We called it the Florida update. Okay. Um, it was it used to back in the old days. We used to name un- nothing was confirmed by Google. There was no real Google rap. The Google guy came on board, which has turned out to be Matt Cutts, you know, sharing information in the forums, um, and. We used to name all the Google updates, usually through Webmaster World used to name them. Um, when we saw a lot of changes, we said, oh, there's a Google update happening. In the early days, it was just Google Dances. So before the Florida update, it was really like Google, every 30 days, Google would update their index. And every 30 days, it would update their page rank scores. And you would know where you would rank for the next 30 days. So it was pretty much static for 30 days. And your rankings wouldn't change for that time period. Um, and then... After that, Google used to do these updates randomly because it was more real-time and so forth. And it was every few months or so, like even like it is now, but Google wouldn't confirm anything. So the first big update was this Florida update, which Google's like, oh, it's the end of it. SEOs were like, it's the end of SEO. Google got us. They was no longer used to rank. And we used to go through these updates every you know, few months now. Uh, but that was what we called it back in the old days. That first update was like the Florida update, which Google didn't confirm or anything, but, um, you know. And, and and I think Google has died many times. <laughs> like you know, this Google is dying again. <laughs> like you know, it's 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 people are talking about all all of that <laughs> all the time when when there are a big change. And uh, but if if you if you come if, if you go up here for maybe the last three, four, five years, what what are the biggest changes and, and challenges here uh, as you see it? Yeah, in the past, I mean, couple of years, maybe in the past, you know, six months is the AI stuff. Everybody's yeah, talking yeah. about AI and how AI is going to kill stuff. Interesting to see that, like, the usage of AI for consumers like ChatGPT, Bing Chat, even like Google Bard and SGE seems to be slowly declining. Um, but yeah, AI is going to be and has always been a very important part of how search works. Uh, Google's use AI significantly in feature snippets and a lot of their other features. Um, so it's not uncommon for Uh, Google and search engines to use AI. I know Microsoft Bing has been saying AI, like 90% of their algorithm is, um, you know, powered by AI. That was like probably like five years ago. So AI has always been important, but now everybody's using like generative AI and how is that going to change not just search, but how SEOs do their work to generate content, to generate, do analysis. People are throwing an SEM rush or SEMrush data into chat GPT to get, to get, say, analyzes for me to come up with better ideas. So AI is changing like every workspace for the most part, including SEO. And it's another tool that SEOs could use. And it's another tool that search engines could use to make things easier for them, uh, searchers on a day-to-day basis, to make it easier for them to answer questions and to make it easier for uh, people who are doing their job to do their job on a more efficient basis. So AI is probably going to be the most, is the most significant change right now. Um, and probably will be more significant changes going forward for the next foreseeable future yeah it's i think there's also a lot of people out there seos and, and businesses who has a lot of fear when it comes to all this ai now and, and this hype and, and everything do you have any recommendations on how to how to manage this uh, 
this process and, and what to do now and, and also with your experience and all the algorithm changes during the years and, and, and what should you do uh, in the middle of it now? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, it's funny because SEOs are really good at adapting to change, but yet they're also very loud when there's change. Like it's fear and scared. You know, I've been doing this for so long that, you know, you have the only way to be an SEO is and to, to be in the SEO community is to love change. And I'm kind of surprised and annoyed that some SEOs are like, this is going to kill everything. You have to take the attitude of, all right, AI is here. It might change the search results in a big way. It might change how I do my job, but you have to go ahead and be the first to adopt it, see how it works, make mistakes early. This way, when you're going ahead and, um, you know, down your path, you can actually go ahead and say, I made money from this. I got better because of AI. I'm using this to my advantage as opposed to it actually destroying me. So use it as a, you know, something that you could actually, you know, get on the bandwagon, use it and use it to your advantage as opposed to trying to just scream about it and be afraid of it. Because honestly, it's going to do a lot of good as well. And if you could see the good side of it, I think you'll benefit from it in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're absolutely, absolutely right. Uh, it, when, if, if you focus on, on okay, more specifically on, on content generation using using AI, do you have any recommendations on, on, on how to approach content generation when it comes to SEO or how to how to use that as an advantage? Yeah, so it's funny and scary that a lot of uh, Google sends, tends to be ranking a lot of AI content um, in the search results. I don't know if it's ranking well. It's kind of annoying uh, because you know you want really quality written content to rank well, and you can detect this AI content. Um, so I would think in the long run, I know Google stance is it doesn't make a difference. They don't care who writes the content as long as the content's helpful and useful and read their helpful content guidelines. But they also say, you know, the who, what, where, like who's writing the content, where they're writing it, why they're writing it. And it's hard for the AI to have the experience and stuff around that topic that they're writing about. So I think when it comes to long-term strategy around content development is, yeah, sure, use the AI to help you write that content, but don't let it take away from how you would actually write that content. So I've tried write a lot of content, as you know. Um, and I've tried using it to make my stories better, but it takes all of my, I guess, personality out of the way I write. And I don't like that. It fluffs it up. It makes it a little bit more dense. And my readers like to be, you like to read stuff right to the point, not waste their time and just get to the nuts and bolts right away and move on. I think AI generally tends to waste a lot of people's time, especially when it generates content to fluff it up and so forth. Definitely use it for like content ideas, but I wouldn't let you. I wouldn't let AI write the content and just hit publish and let it go from there. Just use it as a tool, not as something that is you know taking over your job per se. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, that's uh, yeah. Some very good recommendations. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. It's um, if if um, it's just a, yeah. And and another question I, I also have for you here is is that. Are there something when it comes to SEO and, and all of all of this here, something that you would like people to focus more on? Something that you kind of you know say again and again that people should focus on, and you think they're not focusing <laughs> that a lot about something? A good recommendation there on on something? Yeah, we could yeah, do. I, mean, I think to, people yeah. in the SEO space are just way too in the weeds. I mean, weeds are important, yes. But focusing on little things here and there isn't going to make your content better. It's really about 
how can I write the best content? How can I make the best type of website? It sounds corny. Google's been saying that for 20 years. But ultimately, you want the search engines, to, like the people who are writing the algorithms at the search engines to look at your website and say, why does this website not rank? Well, it is doing everything the best in, the, in this class. What can we do to change our algorithms to go ahead and make sure that this website ranks well. It sounds corny, but again, Google will get there. So, you know, always focusing on, on specific ranking factors. Just it's sometimes a bit too much. Like Core Web Vitals launched, you know, they just recently are changing FID to INP. Should you go ahead and spend all this time on INP? I don't think it's you know these things don't really matter too much. If your site's a second of a, a fraction of a second slower, it's really not going to matter that much if your content is much more relevant and more on topic for your users. So it's corny to say, but I think. Ultimately, the best time, best way to utilize your resources, budgets, and spend your time is to look for ways to make your content better, not look look for ways to like do small little SEO tricks to improve your you know core web vitals or you know add certain types of links to certain places and stuff like that. Those things don't matter as much as they used to in the old days. It was very easy to rank, make anything rank well with links. Now it's really really about the content. Um, and it's not good enough to have mediocre mediocre content. You really have to have the best type of content. And, and that's actually, I think, also a very good approach right now. When when you you have all those opportunities, just you know, hit the AI button and <laughs> and uh, and pr- mass produce some mediocre content, right? So yeah, that that's that that's, that's so nice. Um, yeah, it's um um. um If if we look at at just yeah some of the the, the last changes here the the last year some algorithm updates or, or something other are there something something important here some important recommendations based on on, on are there anything any tips and tricks there you could you could share <laughs> of course there are the smaller so, th- there are the smaller things and uh, you also report a lot of them I'm actually amazed that you. <laughs> that you uh, that you publish so so many great tips uh, on an ongoing basis. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I cover all the small things, and the small things. Yeah, they all. If you look at where the small things are, are leading towards. I mean, I can write about. You know, I write like five, ten stories a day. Where do they all go towards? And it goes back to the content. It all leads back to the content. How can you make your content better? From you know the core core algorithm updates to the helpful content update to. Uh, reviews update and all is about content, content, content. It's not about necessarily links. It's not about you know how you know small or your images are per se. It's not about do you have the right structured data on the page. All these little things definitely help. Um, and often, you know, making your images better and more relevant does help. But it has to be useful for that user. If you're making an image just to make it look pretty, um, it's not going to really matter. It has to be. Very useful. That's one case where I'm actually using a lot of AI in my content is by making really cool images that are very, very relevant to the uh, stories that I'm writing about. So I don't know to have when Google writes about I don't know some type of new robots control for content. I can make a uh, image of a robot sitting on a park bench reading a news article. And it's <laughs> you can't do that anywhere else. And it's, yeah. it's relevant. It's fun and it's useful. So it's really, really about. You know, all comes back. All these small little things. It's all goes back to: is the content useful for the user? Is are the users going to be happy reading that content? Are they happy with the user experience on your website? So it just really comes back to making the really best type of website with the best type of content. And sometimes that means producing new content. Sometimes that means updating old content. Uh, but again, it's all about the content and 
I know it's kind of boring not to have like sort of meta tag that you can add to say rank me number one, but it just doesn't work that way. And any of the, the tricks and stuff that you could go ahead and implement today probably won't work by the time people are listening to this anyway. So, <laughs> so there's no little magic bullet, right? <laughs> it's 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 all about this perspective. Uh, no, creating... I mean in the old days there were magic bullets that worked <laughs> yeah. for a longer period of time. Um, it was able to rank for a pretty long time, I don't know, months, maybe sometimes years, but it just doesn't work that way anymore. It's not that simple. No, 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 it's, it, it isn't. But, it, but that's also what's, what makes it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, 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 it's harder now, and, and, but it's also, yeah, amazing will change. So that's, that's, yeah, it's, if, if we, um, so, so it's all about this yeah, quality content, uh, and, and so all the small changes, they're leading back to, this creating helpful content, eat and, and and all of all of that talk. So so you so you see this pattern uh, of all the small changes that, that they they are all part of, yeah, of, of yeah. I mean, hundred percent. If you look at every single update Google has done in the past, almost every single update Google has done in the past twenty years, it all focuses around ranking the best and most relevant content for the users. Google doesn't want to rank stuff that's tricking search and tricking users or tricking search engines. They don't want low quality stuff there. Uh, anything from Panda, Penguin, all the core updates, Medic update, you name them, everything unconfirmed, confirmed. It's all about Google trying to make the most relevant and useful piece of content to rank higher. Tips and tricks to do that, no. If you find if there's ways and loopholes around it, Google will plug those. Um, it might last. I know there was the Conch, SEO, uh, Conch House website that fake trick Google for a month or two, made a lot of money, and then was shut down. I mean, again, you can make a lot of money really fast. Uh, but it won't last, and and you have to find something new. So do some long term long term strategies that last for a long time. You become an expert in the field, whatever field you're writing about. Um, you might get on some news channels. You might get quoted by certain major publications. All that stuff helps and helps you raise money and from diverse sources as well. So just do it the right way. I think ultimately you'll be happy with that decision in the long run. It's, if, if if we look at Google's challenge, you know, that had always been. They have also had all, always been a lot of uh, spammy content and, and a lot of spam they should tackle and and try to 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 avoid but but i think this window to the internet will even probably more spam now when people can generate masses of spam google has a huge challenge there do you think they they're doing a good job still keeping the content good or, or yeah i mean yes and no i mean i think I see more spam or different types of spam. Um, I see it all the time. Um, but I think overall the search results are much better, much more relevant than they used to be 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you could literally rank for anything, even if it's not relevant. So you could go ahead and have Disney cartoons ranking for the most ugliest and horrible things in the world. Um, that doesn't really tend to work these days. So, uh, But yet you see a lot of low-quality content still ranking very well, even though Google's saying it doesn't or shouldn't. Um, I think Google's still working towards these things um, and so forth. So we'll see. Um, the AI stuff is pretty interesting how fast it's adapting as well, but it seems to be growing a little bit less. So I, I think, um, yeah, I think there, I think there's more spam out there, but Google has done a tremendous job. Uh, they have teams devoted just to multiple layers of spam and they've removed so much spam over the years. So it's not like they're new to this. They, they've been focusing on this for over 20 years. So they don't seem to be concerned with AI and how that might generate a tremendous amount of spam or generate a tremendous amount of low quality content. They think they have no problem handling it. 
Um, and I'm sure there'll be more cases of sites that get through those filters and through those, those quality checks. Uh, and then Google will have to plug those things going forward. So um, I don't think that Google's concerned about it. Of course, I see examples. Everybody sees examples every day. Um, but that's the nature of this cat and mouse game between spammers and search engines. Here, here, here at this Yoda AI, we are, we are tool builders and, and we, are, we are fascinated by using tools and trying SEO tools. And, and do you, are there any tools that, that you would recommend people to use when it comes to, to SEO? Do you have some favorite tools? Or, yeah. um, I don't use many SEO tools at all. I obviously use Google Search Console, Webmaster Tools. Um, I check out SEMrush here and there. I do the tracking tools, of course, just to see what's going on with the search results at an aggregate level. Um, I use like a lot of content types of tools, like for tracking content. Like I use RSS big time, Feedly. I used to use Google Reader before it closed down a lot, um, and blog lines before that. So I'm a big content consumer. The biggest tool for my SEO tool chat is making sure I'm aware of what's going on in my industry so that I can write about it and understand it before most people, um, which is why I'm one of the first people to write about most things um, in a somewhat you know useful way. So I think the best tools for any SEOs, especially in the content SEO space, is to be able to track the topics that are most interesting to you and be able to write about it in an authoritative way. Um, there's obviously technical SEO stuff that you could do and a lot of the Debugging tools are out there to help you debug those things from Search Console, webmaster, big webmaster tools, you name it, ARFs, SEMrush. Um, there's an unlimited number of SEO tools out there, which I don't want to name all of them. Um, but whatever, I mean, I assume a lot of them do the similar things. So whatever you're accustomed to is probably fine. And obviously keep experimenting with other tools because, you know, it's fun. So You, you also made mentioning a tool you use to create images and, and, and stuff, and you were playing around with those AI images there. Yeah, so I use Midjourney. Um, I don't use like the Bing image creator. I use Midjourney. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I've been using it for probably a few months now, and I still get compliments every day on the images. So it's pretty amazing what it create. So and it's fun. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to play with. And, and I also actually from some of the first time I just saw those those images. It's kind of you know, it's crazy to to just look at where we are now with all, all of this and 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 just look. One year back, I think it's <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and that's why I love this space. It's changing so fast. So, creative <laughs> trendy is. things and playing with the things. It is, um, Barry. Thank you so much for 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 being here today and and having this chat with me here. Um, it, it it was it was amazing to to have this talk. Uh, so, yeah, thanks a lot. If if there were were someone. If you should suggest another global SEO frontrunner, someone we should reach out to, would you recommend any? Any there to follow or talk to? I could definitely recommend a bunch of people. Um, I don't want to name anybody specifically, but I could definitely share it to you with you after. Or every newsletter I publish every day has um, articles, new daily articles from different SEO personalities that are published across the web, as well as pretty good tweets from people that are publishing stuff on Twitter. So I'm constantly sharing new content from people across the, the SEO community on a daily basis in my newsletter. So you can definitely check those out because every day there's something new there, like a lot of new stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, thank you. And, uh, and um, take care. Thank you for having me.